Hello, and welcome to the Cultura Inglesa podcast. Some people always say that cooking takes a long time, and it also takes a long time to learn. But I don't think so. I'm Bernardo Zacaron, and I'm a baker and a teacher at Cultura Inglesa. Hi, I'm Lenora Haranaka from Cultura Inglesa Campinas, also a teacher and also a baker, someone who adores cooking. Oh my God, I see your Instagram, it's so cool. Thank you, thank you so much. Oh, wow, a long time no see. Yeah, I miss you so much, and I love listening to you because you know I'm passionate about your accent. You know. Oh, that. thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. So, uh, uh, Lenora, have you always cooked? Yes. Um, well, th this is a, a very interesting question because uh, my mom is an awesome um, cooker. She knows how to cook extremely well. Uh, my dad is not a chef, but he could be because he enjoys cooking very much. So as I grew up, um, I saw them cooking. My grandmother cooked as well. So we had that tradition of um, going to the kitchen, not only on weekends, as people usually do. Oh. So we would, we, at home, we cooked like every day. Uh -huh. So I liked observing and learning and we did have uh, help at home. So uh -huh. I grew up, I could say that I grew up in the kitchen, you know, um, and I enjoyed it a lot. I remember the smell of going to Seas in Sao Paulo, buying wow. everything and then I going home. I hated peeling and cleaning in Chetwood. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, after, after a couple of years in the kitchen, uh, I, I like the, the mise en place now, which is this phase in the kitchen where we have to prepare everything. It's a moment to decompress. I don't know. Absolutely. I, this is the thing. Uh, as you said uh, before, cooking is not uh, complicated and it's not a lot of work. And it actually relaxes you. Mm -hmm. if you enjoy the process of preparing everything, getting everything in the right place at the right time so that you can prepare a meal for somebody you love. Uh, and I mean, uh, um, I see a lot of things on your Instagram and uh, I know that you cook very well. So you learned everything by looking at it or, or did you actually research about it? I do research a little bit, but I don't like to follow recipes very much. Oh my I mean, God, the rebel yeah. in the kitchen. I am. I am a rebel heart. I do like observing people cooking and watching videos, but I like to make the recipes my own. So I adapt to my taste and my husband's taste. And I like experimenting a lot. Mm. So I, I have an idea of how to do something, but then I try to do it my way. Okay. <laughs> we have a control freak in the room. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I can't but, deny. But you know, uh, uh, this is something interesting about cooking because uh, uh, I love following recipes, I have to say. But I do, uh, we're different in that way. <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, I do like to experiment sometimes as well. And, uh, uh, and, it, it, it is one of the things that I first learned in the kitchen. I, I, I don't know if you have the same idea, but uh, is that you will make mistakes. Definitely, definitely. And we hopefully learn from them because 
There's no other way. Um, but I, you see, my, my mom is a very creative chef, if I can put it this way. My dad, he likes to follow recipes exactly. So I had both inputs from different homes. Right. And um, he has a technique. I, I don't as much, but I like, <laughs> I do like watching the TV shows of like, you know, Top Chef and um, Master Chef and all those cooking shows. They're a little bit crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, Zumba Just Desserts is fantastic. I love the English and the creativity and everything you can experiment with. Um, but I, I, I do like, I prefer to experiment in the kitchen rather than yeah. follow recipes. Yeah, and, and for a novice cook, I would say that watching these shows is a very good way to learn. Definitely. Right, because they, they teach you some uh, 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 some techniques, right? Not, I mean, not the whole process of the technique, but they, they do teach you something that it's a starter uh, in terms of research mm -hmm. later on, right? But uh, um, when it comes to cooking for you, uh, what is a must-have? Any appliances, too, that you have that you say, this is a need for a novice cook? Well, um, in that sense, I'm very... I can't say that I'm very um, simple. I'm not demanding at all. I do love my electric kettle. This is silly, but I know I, I, this is for me is a must have. I drink loads of tea and I always in a hurry. So I like to use the electric kettle a lot. Um, a good blender, definitely. A very nice set of pens. Um, but other than that, uh, I do not use a lot of different appliances. I don't have a kitchen full of things. You know, I'm very basic in that sense, really. But I yeah. like spoons. I love spoons. All, kind, all sorts of spoons for cooking. Really? I don't know why, but I, yeah, really. Wow, cool. I have a thing with uh, uh, bowls. I have different okay. bowls of different shapes and sizes and colors and materials. I don't know why I I do have a lot of them but do, do you have any any anything that is different for example I I have an air fryer and I use it a lot and for many different things other than uh ponji queijo or anything like that I I really use it I bake using one and uh, um do you have anything like that yeah i do have an air fryer and a, a very small oven that i use it like every day mm. um i love my whisk if i may say so <laughs> uh, this is an important tool for me uh the spatulas i have lots of spatulas i like different colors and and made of different materials mm. um and i do have something that i find quite special which is an egg cutter Wow. It's like a special scissor for eggs because I like to eat a three minute egg every day in the morning. And we used to have that in my home when I was a child. So my dad would prepare those, uh, this egg for me and he would cut with those scissors. Uh, and so I have the same for like 35 years. I, I still have the scissors he used with me when I was a kid. Oh. So it's, there is a tradition every day in the morning for me. So every every day in the uh, uh, for breakfast, it's a trip down memory lane. Yes, oh. so, it's super sweet. My husband loves it, thank God. And uh, I prepare the eggs for me and for him, and then I use this, this special egg cutter, and then I 
put some spices on the egg and it's special. So it's like every day. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't have one like that. I don't have, I think the, the, the most different thing I have in the kitchen is that is there a fry? <laughs> but, right. And uh, is there anything you regret buying in the kit for the kitchen? Um, I'm not so sure I could say that I regret it, but sometimes we buy too many things that we end up not using. Hmm. So cookie cutters for me is something that I I see one I like the shape and then I buy and I end up not using as much. So I think I'd say that because they, you know. You have too, too much space. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I ask myself, why did I buy it again? So I could say <laughs> that. But other than that, um, my husband would say mugs because I collect mugs. Okay. So when you open my cupboard, you see like maybe 30 mugs or 40 mugs. Oh. Yeah. And I use all of them. Okay. Really? <laughs> all of them? Yeah. Almost. Wow. <laughs> that's commitment that's commitment uh, you I would like. regret me buying those but i love them everywhere yeah. i go to i buy a mug yeah interesting yeah i don't think i have I, I do i have something that i really regret buying uh was a frying pan why because I was, you know, those clickbaits that you have that you see it, and you're like, okay, this is going to be fantastic. One of the best frying pans ever made and everything else. And it lasts for like two months. And I was so angry. I can imagine. So angry. But, and then uh, uh, every everything that I buy for my kitchen is something that is a really long and hard, hard research process. You know what I mean? I have to be yeah, there. I do. I do. I have to buy something that is going to be useful, not a frying pan again. <laughs> yeah, I did buy something weird. I mean, uh, I had a friend of mine, and he, um, she was selling a special um, recipient for hamburgers. So it's like a hamburger maker. You okay. prepare the, the, the meat, and then you put there, and then it's squish the, the meat. But then I found, okay, I'll buy, I'll help her. But then I thought, why did I buy that? But after like three months or so, I ended up using it. And it was quite interesting because now I can prepare my own hamburger with the flavors that I like Good. and freeze them. So, and then have them all week long if I want to. Yeah. And uh, uh, do you have any rituals in the kitchen? Um, well, I, when I, I mean, I cook every day, so I do like to either listen to music and prepare the, the um, I have a very small table in the kitchen, so I like to prepare or clean it my way and leave my iPad there so that I can listen to music or watch some TV series Okay. to keep me company while I cook, because I do cook alone. Okay. No, You're a loner. Yes. I have to say um, that me too. Me too. I usually do that uh, alone. So I like to just prepare all the ingredients, put everything on the sink, and, and then start cooking and have my own pace. Mm -hmm. And my husband uh, enjoys that because then he knows what's coming and he does the cleaning for me, he cleans everything yeah. after me. That's a very nice person because yeah. we, we that cook, that's the part the part we really hate <laughs> cleaning so. couldn't agree more i hate doing the washing up and he does it for me 
Oh, how cute. Must be cute to cooking together. And uh, uh, um, it is it is something that uh, everybody asks me about it. Like every every time I finish cooking something, um, sometimes it takes long, right? It takes a long time. And uh, in the end, people are like, how long did it take to make that? And I say, yeah, it took me like two hours, three hours, depending on the dish. And uh, they're like, oh, my God, I cannot stand being in the kitchen for that long and uh something that novice cooks or everybody that is planning to start cooking should have in mind is that it will take time but it's a quality time that you have with yourself mm -hmm. definitely because uh, at the end of the day i mean i, I think you share this feeling that it, going to the kitchen and preparing something um, tasteful, something beautiful that you know you will enjoy with someone you like. Um, the, the end result is quite exciting, and it is relaxing, really. Even if you make we make mistakes, yeah, it's yeah, quite relaxing. But it helps to unwind and forget yeah, everything. Totally, because it's a way of uh, getting to know that everything is going to turn out fine most of the times right in the end yeah. uh, and having that feeling of accomplishment in the end totally i like that so when it's done and you you set a beautiful table and you bring the dish and it's like that's why i post it on instagram i know sometimes i post too much but i enjoy sharing no it's okay i do it too so yeah and it's it's uh, 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 i don't know if you have that uh, uh, after you finish cooking and then you, you know, as you said, you set the table and you, you bring out the dish and people start eating it. And then you start looking at people's face. It's like it's like a wedding day when you look at the groom when the bride is coming and then his face is light up. And when people start eating and then they, you know, they taste the dish and they're like, oh, my God. God, this is so good. And it's a very accomplishment, a very good accomplishment. Yeah, exactly. Because th this feeling of um, feeding people or even nourishing people that you, you, you like, your friend, family, friends, uh, whoever, um, it kindles our heart, doesn't it? Because it's really exciting to make people happy through food. Yes. So yes. I, I thank you because I sometimes you become crazy. <laughs> no, you're not. And this yeah. is this is what uh, people who are planning to start cooking should uh, consider. You know mm -hmm. this 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 idea that you just described, which is exactly that. Yeah. And uh, uh, recently, not some time ago, you had some huge lifestyle change. Yeah right and uh, um do you think it changed the way you approach food and cooking um i think so because um i came across this lifestyle or low carb lifestyle mm -hmm. which is one way of living okay uh, but, but the thing is i think the, the most important aspect is that um when you start taking into account not only flavor but also the nutritional aspects of everything you eat Okay. For example, I in the past I could open a bees box okay. and eat everything at once. For example. All right. I'm not judging uh, you though. I'm not judging. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. 
um, or uh, but now I can't. I, I simply it's not that I don't. It's not that I'm forbidding myself to do so. I just I can't. For one thing, I stopped eating sugar, white sugar. So it changes completely the, the flavors we are the flavors that we are used to. So um, I, I also learned how to read labels when I go to the market. So it changes you completely because you start paying attention to what you put inside your body. Because this is my responsibility. And something I know some people might think is too much, but when you, when you start um, to pay attention to the ingredients you buy, mm -hmm. because everything you will eat and will part, be part of you. So you start making you know, better choices for yourself. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's very easy to read labels, actually. If there is something you can't pronounce or a number that is weird with symbols or letters that you can't understand, don't buy it. <laughs> as simple as that. Very good. So yeah. everybody who's listening, this is a very good tip <laughs> from Lenora. If there is something you don't know what it is, <laughs> a letter you don't understand, or a number that's, that looks weird, don't buy it. Yeah, because it's not natural. It's something, you know, chemicals, or something that is not going to be good for you in terms of nutrition. So I do, for example, I love cheese and I adore dark chocolate. Okay. So I make choices. So I, I just stopped eating sugar and um, basically that mainly and wheat. Yeah, I guess. So and gluten, but then again, uh, it was my choice. I wasn't sick. I wasn't, there was no problem. It was just a personal choice. And uh, I felt better. Mm -hmm. And I, when you start, uh, some people say that you have to peel more and unwrap less. Mm, interesting life so motto. Yeah, because then you eat, as people call it, real food instead of buying things that are industrialized or things that are not really healthy. So it's a matter of getting used to. Everything is a habit. So we get used to, you know, being more aware of our choices and being more aware of what you put inside your body really interesting interesting and i i had that that not the same shift in mindset because i don't follow any diet but uh, uh when i stopped using some uh, um you know uh industrial seasoning mm -hmm. right and now now it, it has been quite a couple of years now but uh, uh now everything in our house is uh natural like mm -hmm. right it's garlic and and curry and uh, uh, a little bit of onion ginger but everything is natural and w once you do that you, you you have that shift in your life um everything changes in terms of flavor as you said Definitely. And it's a, it's a great pleasure to discover new flavors or new spices and learning also about different cultures mm -hmm. uh, where you find different spices and you experiment a little bit with. So it's quite interesting. Uh, was there any flavor that you really, that you were really surprised of, uh, after this? Um, well, I, as I said before, I, I adore chocolate okay. and I used to eat to eat um, chocolate like too much, I would say. But now I can't eat like Talento's bar anymore. It, mm. For me, it's too sweet. So okay. I've learned to adapt. So I drink coffee without sweetener or sugar. Um, I, for me, 
chocolate um, that is about 70% or 80% dark is, is good. Mm -hmm. is so I can't eat, less, I don't like very much eating less than that. Nice. It changed. It changed a lot. Interesting. And what's your favorite recipe to make? Well, since <laughs> you're talking about chocolate, how about a brownie? Oh, my favorite. <laughs> I think you should teach us. Okay, super simple. So everybody, pen, paper, so, notes, pads, whatever you have around. Listen to Lenora because we have a brownie coming up. So, yeah, it's a very out. healthy brown you can eat with no regrets, yeah? Of course, not everything at once, but okay. Uh, <laughs> so it's quite simple. You just need two eggs. Okay. Um, 100 grams of butter. Mm -hmm. 100 grams of dark chocolate. Okay. About 70 grams of uh, natural sweetener. Okay. I use usually um, erythritol. Mm. And you need almond flour. Okay. I think this is it. So uh, the way to do it's super simple. You just uh, you separate the yolk and the egg whites. All right. And then you're gonna whip the egg whites with half of the sweetener, uh -huh. but not too much. Okay. You whip it a little bit, not too much. Then you whip the yolk with the other half of the sweetener uh -huh. until it gets creamy. Uh, then you melt the butter with the chocolate for about 30 seconds or one minute on your microwave, depending on how strong it is. Okay. Once everything is melted, you mix carefully and add to the uh, yolk and uh, to the yolk mix. Mm -hmm. Mix everything and then gently add the egg whites. Okay. You mix again, everything is tear, everything very gently. And then at the end, you add the almond flour. And and, and then you mix from the bottom to the bottom Gently, up. yes, gently. bottom up, very gently. You steer very gently. It becomes creamy. And then you just um, put in the oven for about 15 or 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. You can also um, sprinkle with uh, sliced almonds on top. And then you bake for about 20 minutes. Mm. It's delicious, really. Really I, I, delicious. I'm so going to try that. And uh, uh, it, it, I, I was picturing it because I'm very visual. When you said you can sprinkle almonds on top, yeah. I, was, I, I wasn't picturing a very nice dinner. And then you can serve this as a dessert. Absolutely. And then you put uh, some, uh, some strawberries and blueberries together with the slice of the brownie and a little bit of whipped cream. So Lenora gave us a recipe and a way to plate it. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I'll post a picture on my Instagram and then I'll, I'll tag you. Please tag me. And if you guys are who are listening to us, if you make this, please tag us on Instagram. Tag Cultura Inglesa SP on Instagram and let us see your brownies that would be lovely that right would be lovely do so yeah that would be lovely yes well Lenora, thank you very much thank you for having me it's a pleasure to be here and i hope to see you soon me face too. to face yes face yeah. to face i do hope we see each other very soon and we're gonna we're going to exchange some recipes and 
I'll bake you a surprise, I promise you. And I have one thing to challenge you with before we go. Oh my next God. time you guys and everyone who's listening, next time you go to the supermarket to buy food, pay attention to the label. So this is read this is, the ingredients. <laughs> very good. This is this is a, a, some this is a teaching moment, everyone. Okay. Every day you get this, right? <laughs> okay, love. All right. Thank you very much. Dear. Thank you so much, sweetie. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for new chapters of the Cultura Inglesa podcast.